Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is Friday, November 4th, 2022. This is Season 2, Episode number 44 of our show. And I'll start by telling you why that number is awesome, or that series of numbers. So as I'm looking at them on my page, I wrote down 11, 4, 22, 2, 44. All those numbers are like in the same family. You've got 22 times 2, that's 44. If you take the, the year times the season number, that'll give you the episode number. And then if you take the month times the date, well, that'll give you the episode number as well. It's really a fantastic series of numbers that all kinds of circles back upon itself. And welcome, welcome. For those of you who are wondering what you're listening to, yeah, it's math and musing. Starting with the math again today, getting into a little baseball, a little candy, a little politics, basically defines my childhood and young adulthood right there. First off, unbelievable that I touted this last Friday on the blog and the podcast, then again on the blog on Monday, which was Halloween. This was going to be Halloween night slash baseball night. Uh, Sort of neither of which happened. So baseball didn't happen. That was uh, game three was rained out Monday night, supposed to be Halloween. And it, it wasn't exactly Halloween was canceled where I was. It was just severely downplayed because of inclement weather. So it was like the two things that I said were going to happen. I was so excited about it. Like, oh, the, the uh, juxtaposition of these two events are more than juxtaposed. I, mean, I guess... That implies next to, like these things are happening simultaneously. Halloween and baseball, not really. Where I was, it was was beautiful all day, right? My son's school is having their Halloween parade at 3.30. It was beautiful all day until about 3.27. Then the rains come. They got to move the parade inside. Walking around the hallways is just not as fun as walking around the parking lot. And I remember, like, is it possible when I was a kid? It seemed to me like it was such a such a long journey. Like, we were walking around, like, the whole neighborhood. We must have walked miles <laughs> for our little kid Halloween parade. Oh, it was uphill both ways. Yeah, it was, it was unbelievable. And uh, so a subdued version of this at my son's school on Monday. And then, of course, the rain stops five minutes later. It's nice out again while we're eating dinner. Um, number one rule, by the way, number one rule about Halloween. Now, it's it's great to have, you know, a party. It's great to have pizza at your party. Don't call it a pizza place. It's Halloween's murder on a, a pizzeria. If you're one of the people who worked there, I was one of those people who worked many a Halloween and that that's a day you dread. Like that that's even worse than the Super Bowl. 
because it's it's all coming at the same time. Everybody wants their pizza at the same time for their Halloween party. Plus, you know, if if you've got trick or treaters out already, like kids walking across the street, you know, they're carrying caring about candy. They've got costumes on. They're probably dark. They can't see what they're doing. You can't see where they are. That's a scary talk about scary. That's a scary time to work if if you're the pizza guy. And uh, yeah, so I I made a vow many years ago. I left the pizza industry. Like never call the pizza place on Halloween. Don't do that to the people who are working there. So yeah, we always do either. Homemade pizza, like this year I cheated a little bit, you know, buy a frozen pizza, stick it in the oven. Well, that's excusable because you're not, at least you're not calling the pizza place. While this is going on at my house, it's beautiful outside. Second we start to uh, begin our walk around the neighborhood, of course it starts to rain again. And uh, yeah, we we went to a bunch of houses and stayed out probably longer than we should have in the rain, but it... Uh, Eh, less than we would have. Now, of, of course, it could be worse. As someone who has grown, who grew up in upstate New York and spent many a Halloween in the snow, of course, it could be worse. Jerry Seinfeld is a great bit about this. He's like, you know, it, did, it didn't matter what your Halloween costume was as a kid because your mom was going to make you wear your winter overcoat uh, on top of your Halloween costume anyway. So, kind of didn't matter, you know. Wearing, wearing your jacket while you're out trick-or-treating. Could have been worse. So I, I get home, and I'm like, well, at least I still have like four hours of baseball to go. Nope. It was at that point I saw that game three had been called off. And uh, now I'm re- recording this on Tuesday. And uh, so more World Series, presumably, more World Series has happened since I recorded this. I was planning to record this Wednesday night after the game. Like, that would have been game five. Five games in, like, there was a chance this series could have been over. Once I saw that it was going to be late Tuesday night before a third game had even been played, it was kind of like, forget it at that point. Like, the chances that the series would end before I had to record the podcast... Unlikely, because the games, as I I understand it now, are are going to go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Like this already happened. The Thursday night game, you know, ends after midnight. That's beyond when I'm posting the podcast. Now, I realize it's my podcast. I can post it whenever I want. I could do it every day. I could wait a year. It doesn't matter. The length of the podcast doesn't matter. The time I post the podcast, it doesn't matter. I fully realize that. Still. I like the consistency of 15 minutes at exactly midnight on Friday night as or Thursday night, really. It's like Thursday changes into Friday. In my life right now, the series is tied at one game apiece. And they were they're great games. Uh, one going in extra innings and way past uh, bedtime on a, on a school night. And, oh, no, that would have been Friday, so it wasn't a school night. But still, if you got kids, there's there's no school nights and sleeping in. Um, up late, and then the next game wasn't as long, and, and it, it went only nine innings, but still, great game. And, uh, well, hopefully that has continued. It's possible when you're listening to this that the series would be over. However, 
in my life as I'm recording this is still going on. And this leads into the broader discussion of, well, this podcast and like most podcasts, certain things are pre-recorded and it, you know, it's not news. Nothing's, nothing's news anymore unless it's a tweet. Like you've already seen it. Anything that's printed in a newspaper or even a long uh, or news article, any, anything over like a thousand words or probably not even that much, uh, it ain't new. I mean, if, if it's over 140 characters or whatever, that, that that's not new. Um, now, that doesn't mean it's bad or not that it can't be good writing. I, I liken this to one of my heroes, Roger Angel, who wrote about baseball for something like 70 years. Now, the amazing thing... No, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Let's see. It's gonna, it's a, I get, <laughs> I'm trying to give him credit. I gave him too much credit. He he worked at the, the New Yorker for uh, almost 70 years, I think, wrote about baseball for something like 60 years. Now, he didn't start writing about the game until he was 41 years old. So he's even younger than I. His first foray into the sport, officially, I think, was uh, spring training 62, if I have that right. So he was already 41 years old. Now, he's born in 1920, September of 1920. This I looked up because I, I knew he had passed 100 years old, and I knew he had died recently. He died earlier this year at age 101. So he died in 2022. This was his 102nd year. And he was writing right up until the end. I mean, recent World Series he was writing about. And all of his pieces, I mean, going back not just now, but I mean, decades previous, like he's writing about a game and long-form journalism. Uh, by the time you're reading it, if the game is days, weeks, I'm, I'd still like reading his stories years later. Like I'm reading about a game that happened in 1981. Like that's still interesting to me, reading that game. So it, it's never new. It, it doesn't mean that it can't be compelling, though. All his stories are compelling. And that's what I had for many years with the Binghamton Vanguard. Like if you were relying on the Vanguard for your news, like you're, you're just doing it wrong. News commentary is what I was doing, and I guess that's what I do here as well. I don't spend nearly the time I did as a young man writing about politics, talking about politics, even thinking about politics. It just so doesn't interest me anymore. I put this on the blog also, that it's like, yeah, it's I, this is a great time of year. You got the World Series, you got Halloween, you got, oh, yeah, and then... Non-stop political ads. Like, that's the only thing that's taken the wind out of the sails of the beautiful fall. Non-stop political ads. Luckily, it all ends the day after the election. Although you gotta, I think the election day is the latest it could be this year based on when they do it. As far as, I don't know, it has something to do with the wind and the moon and the summer solstice or something. No, it's first Tuesday after the first Monday. And... Uh, and this year, I this is funny. As long as I have three minutes left, I might as well mention this: that I I don't care about local elections or any of their initiatives or anything that I could possibly be asked to vote at election. The thing I do care about, I like that they have mail-in voting now. 
or like that that was a covid thing that kind of stuck around like i'm i'm waiting for internet voting like that's the next thing give me some internet vote if it took me two seconds on the internet i would do it the mail-in ballot that's good enough and like again i didn't care about who won i just i wanted to send in a mail-in ballot just so that they know like if they get a lot of them they'll keep doing it that was my rationale and thing i don't even, I don't even care I don't even read half the thing right um that uh i so i send in my mail-in ballot and then sometime later it's like weeks later i get an email it is like oh there was you know some some issue with your ballot we, we decided not to count it like you you still can vote it's like you have to take this step this step, this step. no i don't want to the whole point of it was that it showed that mail-in voting would work and that clearly didn't happen and i'm like doubly disappointed it's like i don't i don't even care that you didn't count my vote but at least recognize the right in nature of of what i was doing and not right in the mail-in nature of what i was doing acknowledge that and like keep that going or and then again i mean maybe it's a sign that this just wasn't it maybe mail-in ballots not the way to go internet voting still waiting for that internet voting I realize those kinds of things can be right broad, but then again, I'm not to talk politics, but people are going to complain about fraud anyway. Am I right? Am I right? No matter which way we do this. This is, you know, like reason 10 million in 10 million that uh, following sports is better than following politics. As my younger days, I did both. Then I realized, like, ah, I got a family now and a wife and a job and a mortgage and everything. Like, you have time for only so many hobbies. One of these is going to have to go. Ah, sorry, politics. I'm still watching baseball. Still collecting baseball cards and candy. Um, Like, it's Halloween every day around here. Or, like, at our house, we were handing out out candy and Pokemon cards. Everyone that came through got a choice. Do you want candy? Or do you want Pokemon cards? Because we got both. We got both. And uh, on that happy note, I thank you for... Sorry, I had to swallow there. I thank you for watching... Yeah, watching. I'm not going to redo the episode at this point, screwing it up at the end. I thank you for listening to the program for this week. You've been listening to Math and Musings. Join me next Friday and every Friday to hear more math, to hear more musings. In the interim, for more information or to contact, well, you can go to MikeOConnellJr.com, and I'll see you next Friday.